the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The following program is sponsored by Rosenthal Wealth Management. Rosenthal is a registered representative offering securities and advisory services through Satera Advisor Networks, LLC, a broker, dealer, and registered investment advisor, member FINRA SIPC. Satera is under separate ownership from Rosenthal Wealth Management Group. Rosenthal Wealth Management Group is located at 9265 Corporate Circle in Manassas, Virginia, and can be reached at 703-330-3100. Chris McKay is not affiliated with Satera Advisor Networks, LLC, nor Rosenthal Wealth Management Group. Bob Jones is a marketing assistant of Rosenthal Wealth Management Group and is a associated with Satera Advisor Networks, LLC. It's time now for Making Money Sense, live with Larry Rosenthal. Larry is recognized as one of the nation's leading financial and retirement planners and is here to answer your questions right now. Author, speaker, and talk show host Larry Rosenthal is dedicated to teaching others financial stewardship from a biblical point of view. Call Larry now. Studio lines are open at 855-ROSE-123. That's 855-767-3123. Making Money Sense is on the air. Welcome once again to the Larry Rosenthal Show. Making Money Sense. And here he is in studio with us, Larry Rosenthal himself. Good morning, sir. Well, good morning, Chris. And how are you today? I'm excited today. Today... I think I see a little bead of sweat, maybe possibly on the on the forehead of Larry Rosenthal here. <laughs> yeah, it is an interesting morning. day today, that's for sure. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> What's going on? Tell us, tell us. Well, let's see what is happening. The sun came up. <laughs> that was pretty predictable. That was a good thing, right? Yes, yes. And today is the day that I'm going to repel off of the Tyson's Corner Hyatt in McLean, Virginia, mm-hmm. the 17th story. We're going to start repelling down. See what I tell you about that little bead of sweat right there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, there you go. There you go. Yep. So, uh, nope, I appreciate everybody who is helping uh, donate uh, to Holistic Asian Alliance, uh, HHA. Uh, you know, you can still do that. You can go to Holistic Haitian Alliance, formerly Helping Haitian Angels, and uh, click on the little donate page there. And you can donate whatever you feel to raise money to help build schools, uh, feed, and uh, teach the kids about uh, the Lord. So, you know, and, and, and keep them off the streets, mm-hmm. you know, and give them shelter and medical care. And uh, we are opening up. Uh, we have doctors there. We have we're gonna be, we have some dentists coming down, and so we're just uh, excited about what's going on with with these uh, orphan children. You have your children. teeth cleaned when you get down off the ground. <coughs> no, I'm not. But the kids are, and that's about what it's about. Yeah, what the kids important. are. Yeah. So today we'll be repelling down the Tyson's uh, Corner Hyatt. Uh, my uh, repel time is 12:30. So after I'm done, right out of studio, right on over there, and. Uh, I'll be repelling there. So again, if wow. you wanted to help donate the call to the cause, it's uh, help. It's uh, holistic Haitian Alliance, holistic Haitian Alliance dot org, 
and you can just click on the repel page and, and make uh, some donations. So appreciate it. Well, it is open mic Saturday, Chris, and mm -hmm. that's another good thing, right? Because Amen. no questions barred whatsoever. Give us a ring at 855-ROSE-123 with any of your financial planning, estate planning, real estate questions, whatever's on your mind today about the stock market. Hey, are you in a position to actually retire, retire comfortably? Is college going to be funded for the kids, the grandkids? What are you going to do with your mortgage in retirement? Are you going to have your home paid for, or are you going to carry a mortgage in retirement? What's the difference between taxation on treasury bills or bank CDs? Which is better for you? All kinds of questions flying in these days. Give us a call at 855-ROSE-123. That's 855-767-3123. Well, this week in the news, the man was talking, right, Chairman of the Federal Reserve, Jerome Powell, out there in their Jackson Hole meeting. He made some commentary this week, and the markets embraced it yesterday for sure. You know, he basically said on Friday morning that inflation is still too high, which we all know that, right, and that while progress on the remaining uh, to bring down inflation is welcome, there's still a long way to go. He said that the Fed intends to keep policy restrictive for quite some time. In other words, don't count on a rate hike anytime soon. I mean, on a rate reduction anytime soon. Okay? They, uh, they reiterated and they made it very clear that they want inflation to hit that target 2%. Okay? We're sitting at 3.3 or something like that, 3.2 and some change right now. We've got to wait. You know, they, they said that's what they want to do. So they're going to keep policy, in other words, interest rates high for longer. That's the theme. That is the theme. And guess what? Now that we know the theme, that's good news because we're getting some clarity of direction with all of this. What the Fed said was that right now the economy can tolerate higher rates. And obviously they have so far. Now the Fed did say which was about time they said this. This is what we've been telling people all along the way. When you raise interest rates, it takes nine, ten months or so for that one rate hike to actually impact the economy and slow it down. And the Fed acknowledged that the other day. They said, listen, we've got to see what these rate, rate hikes are going to be doing, and we're going to be very sensitive to incoming data going forward, which basically says we may be done raising right now, okay? They may be done. We may have seen the last raise, or they may do a one-and-done next month. We're not sure yet. But anyway, that's what Wall Street embraced on Friday when they said, hey, the Fed's going to react to data, not necessarily their own, their own stuff now going forward. So that's good news. That gives us some clarity. Uh, but don't, do not expect any rate reductions anytime soon. We have to wait to see the effects of the interest rate hikes that they've, they've put in so far. That's going to take a handful of months at, the, at least to see it. One interesting thing, too, the retired uh, uh, former Federal Reserve Bank of St. Louis, president of St. Louis Fed, uh, James Bullard came out the other day and said that he noted that expectations of a recession have been blown out of the water, okay, saying eh, it doesn't look like there's going to be a recession here. Hmm. He said he sees the risk of a reacceleration of the economy 
forcing more prices to be driven up and the Fed to act even more. So now the now we're getting Fed uh, commentary basically saying, hey, look, we see risks to the upside. In other words, economic expansion, which is which is very, very interesting because when we break down the markets and the economy, <clears throat> the last few months we're starting to see on one side contraction and on the other side acceleration, expansion. So we're seeing both sets of data right now. And for them, for, for, for uh, uh, James Buller to come out and say that, that's pretty powerful to, to basically say, hey, you know, we, we see both. We see acceleration or, or possible reacceleration. How does that translate? You know, we, we've talked about a soft landing before. We've talked about a bumpy landing. We've talked about a hard landing, which is a bad recession. Now we're talking about no landing at all. We're talking about bringing down inflation, letting the economy digest these rates, and possibly drawing a line in the sand and saying, hey, here's the new levels, and here we go. Kind of sounds like a little bit of a sweetheart uh, situation or scenario. Well, it could end up being, I mean, this, this, you know, this could be a, you know, a, as they say, a history-making moment, right? <laughs> so we'll see. It's a long way off for that. It's several months down the road before we can start looking at all this stuff. But it does bring clarity of direction which is the one thing Wall Street needs, which we have not had in about 16 months, okay? So this is, this is very good news, you know. So don't expect rate reductions anytime soon. Now, how does that affect things? Well, for savers, it does well. You can get some interest at the bank. You can get some interest on some T-bills, right? How does it affect people that are buying things on time? Car payments, mortgages, credit cards, not so much, right? Not such a good thing there. You know, the, the uh, mortgage rates reached 7.23% this past week. It's highest level since 2001, Chris, since 2001. Even in, even the what, 2008 what, stuff. Yeah, that's Yep, crazy. that's what Freddie Mac came out and said wow. the other day. So, so uh, according to Mortgage Bankers Association, they reported that applications for new homes fell to the lowest level since 1995. So inventory of unsold homes reached record lows because existing homeowners don't want to sell their current homes because they're locked in at a 2 or 3 or 4% interest rate. They don't want to go buy something new at 6 or 7, right? That's right. So now we're looking at new construction which is a, 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 the largest economic multiplier in the economy. And you've got the millennials, 27 to 35 years of age, that are needing to get housing now. A lot of them are saying, we're kind of done with this renting game, okay? We up. want ownership now. They're starting to recognize things, okay? <laughs> About time, right? Oh, yeah. so, so now we're seeing this, and that's, that could spur some, some uh, demand and, and uh, uh, expansion in the overall economy. So pretty interesting where we are right now we are definitely in the middle of the intersection which way is the lane going to go we're going to go down down the road to the right the center the left where are we going to go uh and time will tell and the feds recognizing you know rental rates are really up too so it's almost it's a good idea to look at housing right because it's almost as expensive to rent yep yep that's right oer owner equivalent rents that's for sure hey real quick you can visit my website at larryrosenthal.com or rosenthalwealthmanagement.com and click on the seminars we're having a special seminar a webinar i should say coming up on 
uh, September 20th, Wednesday, September 20th. If you're watching on YouTube right now, you can just hit the QR code, and it'll take you right there to the registration page. Listen, so here's the deal. Okay, we want to continue to provide financial education for people in the proper way, in the right way, in the correct way, taking it right down to your address so that so that the financial plan that you have works well. So that's what we want to do is continue to provide financial education and understanding to everyone. So you can register by going to my website, LarryRosenthal.com, clicking on the seminar uh, tab right there, and you'll see it's September 20th, Wednesday, September 20th. The title of this webinar is Unnecessary Taxes Erode Your Legacy. How to Avoid Unnecessary Taxes to Avoid Eroding Your Legacy for Your Heirs. And we'll do some market commentary as well. If you're watching us on YouTube at LarryRosenthal.tv, you can just click on the, uh, take a picture of the QR code, and, and it'll take you right there to the registration. We will have people from all over the country on this webinar, uh, so there's no cost for it, and there's two times, from noon to 1 Eastern and then from 6 to 7 Eastern as well. It's going to be the same material. Both classes will be live. Both webinars will be live. Um, so, you know, check it out. There's no cost for it at all. Visit the website, LarryRosenthal.com. Go ahead and sign up for our unnecessary taxes eroding away your legacy. Uh, if you have any questions on anything this morning, please feel, get, feel free to give us a call at 855-ROSE-123. That's 855-767-3123. You're listening to Making Money Sense. I'm Larry Rosenthal. We'll be back in a moment. Listening to Making Money Sense live with Larry Rosenthal. Phone lines are open for your retirement and financial planning questions at 855 Rose 123. That's 855 767 3123. More Making Money Sense in a moment. And here's another Money Minute with Larry Rosenthal. We've all heard the more risk you get, the more opportunity there is for growth in returns in your investments. However, can you have too much risk in your investments so that you get diminishing returns? You can only water ski behind one boat at a time. Make sure your risk-adjusted return is aligned with your investment objectives. Nationwide and coast to coast from sea to shining sea. Call now, 855-767-3123. That's 855-ROSE-123. Live from the nation's capital, this is the Larry Rosenthal Show. Well, welcome back to the Larry Rosenthal Show. 855-767-3123 is the number to call. That's 855-ROSE-123 to talk to Larry Rosenthal, who is live here in studio taking your phone calls. Love to hear from you here today. And he's going off the tower. Well, actually off the uh, the Hyatt, Hyatt Regency, right, Larry? Yep, Hyatt Tyson's Corner. Yeah. That'll yeah. be fun. That's, uh, that's 17 stories. <laughs> today. Today. <laughs> Yeah, it'll be fun. It'll be fun. A lot of people up there doing it already this morning. So That's my time awesome. slot's at 1230. Hey, if you want to help donate to the Holistic, holistic Haitian Alliance.org, 
uh, you know, just go there and, and check out their website. And if you feel it, you know, go ahead and just make a donation right there, and it will help us uh, uh, build the schools. Uh, that we need and uh, medical care food shelter we've got housing we've got a whole compound thing going on there you can check it all out there's lots of pictures on 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 everything we've been down there since uh 2000 i believe in five so uh, uh yeah good things going going on down there for sure a lot of people leaving haiti uh leaving haiti and uh just because of of issues and things mm, and uh Haitian yeah. haitian alliance is is not uh, so that's a good thing. Hey, you know, so so we, we oftentimes are, are dealing with lots of, of tools in man's economy, you know, 401K plans, 403B plans, the government TSP, IRAs, Roth IRAs, insurance, stocks, bonds, ETFs, mutual funds, whatever it may be, right? We're dealing with all of that. Those are the tools that man has created, right? But God has blessed people with assets, money. Um, assets, different things like that. So you, on one hand, you have God's economy. On the other hand, you have man's economy, right? But you, what, where we get tripped up sometimes, well, let's take a look at what Scripture says. Scripture mentions stewardship and money and things like that 2,350 times throughout the Bible. In 1 Timothy 6.10, it says, For the love of money is a root. It doesn't say it is the root, but it says it is a root of all kinds of evil. And some people craving for money have wandered from the truth, true faith and pierced themselves with many sorrows. Matthew 16.26, And how do you benefit if you gain the whole world but lose your own soul in the process? Is anything worth more than your soul? No, not at all. We have choices, right? Choices. Let's think about this for a second. If your choices are guided by, you know, the desire to obtain worldly wealth and just get more and more and more and more, and you're putting your 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 uh, faith and trust in all of that, that's wrong, right? You know, we have to understand that that God owns everything, right? Psalms twenty four one. God owns the earth; it's His and everyone in it and and everything in it, right? And what is our role? Our role is to be stewards, good stewards with everything that the Lord's given us, right? So on this one hand, we, we have what God has provided us, but we have to be a good steward with it. How are we using it back into his kingdom to reach people for Jesus, right? And then at the same time, we also have mortgages and car payments and college funding and retirement plans that we have to pay for too, right? So what's the balanced mix, right? There's nothing wrong with going out and building wealth, right? But as long as it's not first in your life, you know? And and that's that's the struggle. That's the conundrum that a lot of people have. I talk to a lot of people about this all the time, and it is a wealth conundrum. What do you do with the next dollar that comes into your checking account that you don't necessarily need, right? How do you put it back into the Lord's kingdom? You know, so think about this in your financial plan. What is your giving program? Do you have a giving program? What about your estate plan? Where are you leaving assets? Yes, we want to leave assets to our kids and our grandkids and friends and, and places. But, you know, have we included tithing at your death? Uh, a friend of mine was a, a financial advisor. He has since passed on a few years ago. But uh, he always talked to people about tithing at your death, too, right? So think about that. What is the plan, understanding, you know, 
what it is that the Lord's given us, and our role is is to be a good steward with everything. So just some food for thought there in your financial plans of things. You know, and, and, and one of the questions that we have to sort of ask in, in uh, financial planning and investment management is open-ended questions such as, what's important to you about money? Think about this for a second. What's important to you for about money, right? Is your estate plan important to you? You know, when, when you pass away, you no longer need the dollars. Where are they going? Well, they're only going to go to three places. That's it, to heirs, charities, or the IRS. And there's a combination of all of those, depending on the titling of the asset, what asset's being passed on and stuff like that. Is it important to you to minimize the taxes? Is it important to you to make sure that the people you want to get assets, get them when you want them to get them, how you want them to get them, and that they treat them the way you would like them to be treated? You know? Um, What's important to you about your life savings that someone else is going to inherit after you pass on and go to heaven? Think about the question that way, because that's usually what happens, right? They say, you know, when, when, when some wealthy people, I think it was Rockefeller, when he passed away, they said, well, what did he leave? And the attorney said, he left everything. <laughs> okay? Yeah. Can't take it with you. Cannot, but but this is where well, this is where you know it, it's it's very interesting conversations with clients. We have these types of conversations all the time with clients uh, because you know unfortunately when someone passes the the it's tough. It's a very tough time without a doubt, and then you get money and beneficiaries and all kinds of things and people's own ideas. Uh, let's tighten it up a little bit. You know, it all starts with the beneficiary form, and then you sort of roll on down the waterfall there to how are my accounts titled? Are they titled joint tenants with rights of survivor or tenancy in common or individual uh, transfer on death accounts? How are they titled is going to depend how assets pass and taxation on that. And then do I need a trust? You know, what's important to you about bloodline protection okay when you're gonna pass on your life savings to someone else do you want to make sure that it goes according to your bloodline what happens if there's a divorce somewhere down in your kids or your grandkids do you want your life savings to be split up maybe sometimes you do and that's okay right maybe someone unfortunately passes do you want it to be split up or do you want it to stay in your bloodline these are things that, that are different for every family out there. And there's no right or wrong answer to any of this. But the right thing to do is to make a plan of this. How do you go about figuring this out? You don't just walk into an attorney's office and sit down and say, well, what should we do, right? You sit down first and you list out your assets on a piece of paper. This doesn't have to be some formal thing. You just start writing them down. And the next column over, start writing down who you want to get and how you want them to get it and when and where. And start drawing some lines and making some sentences. You know, it's, it's two or three pages long. It's not a big deal. That's 90% of your estate plan right there. Those are the decisions that you take to the attorney's office and say to him or her, 
this is what I want to have you execute for us, okay? And they'll fix it up and dust it off and dot the I's across the T's. Make it look pretty, yeah. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) But this is a big stumbling block because we're all facing that one day that someone else is going to spend what's left of our life savings. Think about it. Mm -hmm. Think about it from that standpoint, right? Because the whole estate planning world has you sit back and think about, oh, you're sitting in this, you know, you're, you're sitting down and you're doing this estate plan and blah, 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 and all this, and it's very intimidating. No, it's not intimidating. You know, it's very simple, like in baseball. See ball, hit it, run to first base, okay? <laughs> you know, in estate planning, here we are. Where are the assets? I can't take them with me. Who's going to get what when it's left over, okay? Somebody else is going to spend your life savings. If you really stop and think about it, how do you want that to happen? Okay, this is an uh, this is a blind spot in people's overall financial plan. Three phases of financial planning: the accumulation phase, the distribution phase, and the legacy phase. The legacy phase is the most confusing phase because it involves all the legal documents and beneficiary forms and trusts and wills and all this kind of stuff. But you can make it very simple for yourself by just doing what I said. We've, we've helped, I don't know how many clients over the years, thousands over the years, make a basic, you know, explain to them how to, how to inventory to take the, the information to the estate planning attorney, basically. Well, part of this is also your financial planning toolkit, right, that you can use that. that you're right, Chris. I forgot about that. This, this stuff is right in our financial planning toolkit. If you want to get a copy of our financial planning toolkit, go to my website, LarryRosenthal.com, and shoot us off an email. We'd be happy to send you out the financial planning toolkit or simply give us a ring at 855-ROSE-123. We'll be happy to send you out the financial planning toolkit to get you started. But start thinking about this question. What's important to you about money? What is important to you about money? Well, you know, money, it'll help me retire. Okay, well, what's important to you about retirement? Mm -hmm. Well, so I don't have to get up and go to work anymore. All right, what's important to you about that? Well, I like to spend time with my friends, my family. You know, I like to do some things. That, I, that I'm not able to do because work gets in the way. You have to okay. really think about it, right? Because you have to drill down to really understand the end result of what you really want. That is exactly where I'm going, Chris. So yeah. what's important to you about that? You know, freedom, free time. All right. Mm-hmm. Now what? You know, <laughs> you got to drill that question down a little bit. So, hey, give us a ring at 855-ROSE-123. Don't forget to go ahead and check out our website, RosenthalWealthManagement.com or LarryRosenthal.com. Click on the seminar icon for our Wednesday, September 20th. We're having two webinars that day on how to minimize unnecessary taxes that can erode your legacy plan. We're going to put together some estate planning stuff, the SECURE Act stuff, titling. We're going to show you how people make some of the uh, most common mistakes that create unnecessary taxes when assets get passed to their heirs. If you're following us on YouTube right now at LarryRosenthal.tv, you can just uh, take a picture of the QR code, and it'll take you right to the webinar page. There's no cost for the webinar two times, September 20th, from 12 to 1 p.m. Eastern, and then from 6 to 7 p.m. Eastern, uh, how to avoid unnecessary taxes that erode your your legacy planning away, and uh, uh, two, two, two sessions there. 
go ahead and, and click on the URL. We're going to take a quick break here at the bottom of the hour. Give us a call today with any of your financial planning or estate planning questions, 855-ROSE-123. That's 855-767-3123. I'm Larry Rosenthal, and we will be back with Chris McKay with Making Money Sense. You are listening to Making Money Sense live with Larry Rosenthal. Phone lines are open for your retirement and financial planning questions at 855-ROSE-123. That's 855-767-3123. More Making Money Sense in a moment. There are still too many countries that give little or no assistance to disabled children. In third world nations, these children could be left alone while parents try to eke out a living. About 10 years ago, residents of Prince William and Fauquier counties in Virginia formed Children with Disabilities Fund International. It focuses on the needs of disabled children. CDFI's current work in Jamaica and Kenya supports about 300 disabled children and their families. For some of these children, they're getting the care they need for the first time in their lives. CDFI recently began an individual child sponsorship program in an effort to better meet the needs of these disabled children. To choose your child to sponsor, go to thecdfi.org. That's thecdfi.org. Your gift will help transform not only a disabled child's life, but the lives of their parents and of the surrounding community. Go to thecdfi.org. Make a difference. Go to thecdfi.org. Get started with your financial plan today at LarryRosenthal.com or call right now for the Financial Planning Toolkit, 855-767-3123. That's 855-ROSE-123. This is the Larry Rosenthal Show. Back to the Larry Rosenthal Show, 855-767-3123 is the number to call. That's 855-ROSE-123 to talk to Larry Rosenthal live here in studio today. Larry? Real estate. Let's talk real estate real quick. Real estate for income and diversification purposes. You know, real estate is definitely an asset class. And what's the primary investment objective of real estate? Okay. Uh, Well, some people that are flipping houses would say, to gain a lot of money real quick and sell, buy it low and sell it high. And other people take more of a traditional approach with real estate and understand the primary investment objective of it is the deliverance of income over time. But it takes a mindset correctly to understand this. Okay, So, so when you look at real estate for income and diversification purposes, oftentimes the value of real estate whether it's in a REIT, a Real Estate Investment Trust, R-E-I-T, which we'll talk about in a moment, or actual real property that you're managing yourself or you have a, a management, a property manager manage it, whatever. <clears throat> um, the, the value of the property, of the REITs, 
tend to trade differently, not in unison, but they, they, they trade differently than the price of stocks and bonds a lot of times. Okay, a lot of times that happens. So, so an equity REIT, uh, the most common type, is, is, is a company that, that, that uses kind of the combined capital of large investors to buy and manage residential real estate, commercial real estate, industrial income properties, um, shopping malls, apartment buildings, uh, medical facilities, self-storage facilities, uh, land for timber, uh, hotels, cell towers, all types of things like that that can generate income over time. And, and the, the, the REIT has rules where they have to pass a certain amount back to the investor. And it's effective as far as income generating. You know, but as I mentioned, the, the shares of, of REIT, now I'm talking about a security now, not necessarily a, a real property, okay, but a security now, the, the value, the, the principal value, the price of that share of that REIT will trade up and down. And let's suppose that REIT is delivering a very nice dividend. Let's suppose, just to do math easy, let's say it's 10% on the yield, okay, and and you know, the, the price of the REIT drops, that means your principal may drop, but you're still getting your income. On the other side, if your principal goes up, you're still getting your income. So it's more of an income play, and real estate should be used as an income play unless you're an investor looking to flip things. That's a different story. But traditionally, they are designed for income plays when it, when it, when it comes to all of that. Uh, hey, real quick, let's go ahead and welcome Marion on the line from South Carolina. Good morning, Marion. How are you today? Good morning. I am fantastic. Thank you for taking my call. Sure. How can I help you? I am interested in your perspective on Treasury bill versus bank certificate of deposits. I have uh, a couple hundred thousand dollars in certificate right now at a 4.88%. And uh, it matures in April, and I understand that there could uh, be some discretion between the federal state tax that you have to put on, you know, on your taxes at the end of the year for that. Could you please help me out with that? Sure. Is this money in IRAs or non-IRAs? Non-IRAs. Okay. So in a bank CD, you have to pay federal income tax on the interest and state income tax on the interest. In a treasury right. bill, you just have to pay federal tax. It's state tax-free. So you're saving wow. right there automatically okay. on whatever state you're in. You know, um, so, so that's one thing. Then the next thing is this. In a bank CD, if you pull money out before the time deposit is over with, you'll be mm -hmm. charged a penalty of some sort. Right, whether it's a penalty against interest right. or part of the or part of the principal, whatever it is, you're not going to get the full thing. Whereas in a treasury right. bill, if you pull money out before the time is over, there's no penalty. They just give you the interest right up to that date when you redeem it, when you sell it off. So there's no penalty. Okay. So the, so the treasury is actually more liquid, better tax efficient. Okay, and if rates continue to go up and you're sitting in a bank CD. If you break that CD to buy a higher rated C, uh, uh, a CD with a higher interest rate, you have to pay a penalty. In a T bill, mm -hmm. you don't have to do that. You can just sell it and roll it into one the very same day at a higher rate. 
So there's a lot more flexibility. And this is an anomaly that's taking place right now just because of the trajectory of interest rates that's happened. This won't continue forever, okay? But this is an opportunity right now. And, and you know, especially with what Jerome Powell said yesterday uh, out in, in Jackson Hole, look, they expect to keep rates higher for longer. So we're going to have some opportunities here um, in, in treasuries and in bank CDs. Um, you know, you just keep an eye on, you just play one against the other. Which one's paying more right now? You know, but uh, we've we've been having a lot of clients, uh, Marion, put move move money into these uh, treasury bills because of what the reasons I just told you right there. That's why. So I just go to the go to the website and go treasury bills, put that in, and just purchase it right online. Is that what so I there's do? A, yeah, there's a couple ways that you can do it. You can purchase it right online, right there at Treasury Direct, I believe it is. You can also put it into an investment account. And one of the advantages of doing that is it gives you the ability to roll them as rates continue to rise. Going to the Treasury, I've been told you can't do that. Okay. Oh, so okay. That okay. was some, something somebody <laughs> just told me that the other day. So I need to look into so, that, but I but believe that. So the investment account would go through uh, an organization like yours. Is that correct? Yes. You can work with, with us or another organization or anything like that. Yeah. Okay. All right. Mm -hmm. That sounds fantastic. Listen, if you, Thank if you, you so like, much I'll, for Sure. If you like, I'll go ahead and put you on hold, and I'll have Bob get your, your contact info. We'll send you out a little bit more information on it all so you can sort of see it there. Perfect. Thank you so much. Okay. Appreciate your phone call. Have a great weekend. You're listening to Making Money Sense. Give us a ring at 855-ROSE-123. That's 855-767-3123. With any of your financial planning or investment questions whatsoever, it's Saturday morning. No, whole, no questions barred at all. Give us a call at 855-ROSE-123. And again, don't forget to hit up the website here, LarryRosenthal.com. Click on the seminar tab and, and sign up for our our upcoming seminar in September, on September 20th, it's going to be how to avoid or minimize some unnecessary taxes in your estate planning. And uh, you can uh, click on the QR code there at LarryRosenthal.tv on YouTube as well. So getting back to real estate, you know, talking about real estate driving um, uh, income. You know, when, when you get down the road into your retirement years or close to your retirement years, there's five or six different ways that you can turn your growth stocks, if you will, into growth and in income or just income-producing positions. And you need to understand how to do that. Again, this is a, a – a, we, we actually talked a little bit about this uh, several weeks ago, Chris, on the show. That, that is a blind spot. For people in understanding how to how to move from that growth orientation to the income delivery orientation in your investments over the years, you know you've got dividends, you've got yielding bonds, you've got real estate trust, you've got all the different types of programs and products in there that can deliver higher yields. Uh, so it enables you to just sort of you know quote unquote live on dividends and interest, right, and not sell off shares of ownership. So understand how these things work. There's specialty mutual funds that do this. There's specialty types of programs that do this, bonds and REITs. And we're talking a little bit about real estate today, you know, and a and couple different ways to purchase real estate for an income uh, deliverance. One is own the property yourself, right? Manage it or pay somebody to manage it. Or two, 
put it into a collective group like a REIT, an REIT, Real Estate Investment Trust. And pros and cons of both, okay, on Real Estate Investment Trust, you have private ones where they haven't gone public yet, so there's holding periods, there's penalties if you pull money out, and then there's publicly traded REITs that already have gone public. You buy them just like you buy any other stock. In today, out tomorrow, in today, out tomorrow, and it trades every single day. Personally, I like those better because I see what the price is, I see the yield, I see the, the, the underlying value of the assets, and it's liquid for me, okay? And there's no time frame or, or, or handcuffs to, to hold the money there for a while. So, so again, real estate is a diversifying asset, okay? And it's kind of an interesting time to, to sit back and go, well, wait a second here. In addition to now we have treasury bills and bond funds and bank CDs are paying interest, this is going to be good for savers, just like I talked about at the top of the show. You still have the real estate section as well to consider for the deliverance of income also and other types of, of assets and product strategies as well. So kind of interesting. If you want to get information on any of this stuff we're talking about, go to my website, LarryRosenthal.com, and shoot us off an email. We've got all different types of information on different products and things like that that we can send out to you for educational purposes for yourself. So, hey, we're going to take a quick break here. We'll keep those phone lines open. It is open mic Saturday. Dial us up with any of your questions at all at 855-ROSE-123. That's 855-767-3123. We'll be back in a moment with more Making Money Sense. You are listening to Making Money Sense live with Larry Rosenthal. Phone lines are open for your retirement and financial planning questions at 855-ROSE-123. That's 855-767-3123. More Making Money Sense in a moment. Another Money Minute with Larry Rosenthal. So many different ways to invest money. Lump sum deposits, buy and hold, market timing. How about dollar cost averaging? Put the same amount of money into the same investment at every interval, whether it's monthly, quarterly, annually, whatever it may be. This gives you the greatest opportunity to get the average price over the long term of the investment because one of the secrets to creating wealth is the acquisition of shares. You want to keep buying more and more shares over time. On the flip side, when you're in your retirement years and you want to distribute dollars to yourself for income, do the same thing in reverse. Dollar cost average out during your retirement years. You've seen and heard him on Fox Business, CNBC, and The Wall Street Journal. Larry Rosenthal is here right now to take your calls at 855-767-3123. That's 855-ROSE-123. This is The Larry Rosenthal Show. Welcome back to The Larry Rosenthal Show, 855-767-3123, 855-ROSE-123. Talk to Larry Rosenthal, who is live here in studio today, Larry. Sure, Chris. Let's bring Rose on the line from Pennsylvania. Good morning, Rose. How are you? Oh, I'm fine. Uh, thank 
you for taking my call. My husband is currently a, a pastor of a church and is thinking of retiring in a couple years. He has a 403B that he opened up a while ago. By the time he retires, it should have about 300000 in it. And I believe it's a fixed annuity. It's not in the stock market at all. It has been earning 4% since it was opened. And we're just wondering, do we just, when we retire, just take this uh, disbursements from it, or is there something else we could do with it? So, Rose, being a pastor, there's some interesting rules on this, okay? Because right now, you do you claim housing allowances? Yes. So you have to look into this, and you have to work with a CPA on this, okay? But you can still claim housing allowances, and if you pull some of the money out of the 403B from where it is, that can go against the housing allowances to reduce taxes on that, okay? Um, but if you roll it over to your own IRA, which is what a lot of people do, then you, can no, you cannot claim housing allowances on it to my understanding, okay? So okay. we need to contact the 403B provider and make sure that that program is aligned that way, and then we need to do some tax planning with your CPA on this, okay? But this is a, a benefit that pastors have, uh, but you have to go about doing it correctly because in some cases, if you roll it over, which, which is recommended a lot of times, uh, then you can't claim that housing allowance to offset taxes on it. So uh, we need to have a couple of phone calls so that we can go down that road and navigate that correctly for you because you could have a substantial tax savings on this money uh, versus paying taxes on it. Good to know. What do I look for in a CPA? I, I, I know ministers' taxes are very different. So that's that's exactly what I'm talking about. Yep. So so um, I, you know, most CPAs can handle this. We have we have some in in different states that we can help you out with. We have an office up in Pennsylvania too. So we'll have some op, some some uh, uh, referrals for you up there also. Let me do this, Rose. Let me go ahead and place you on hold, and Bob will get your contact information. We'll have one of our advisors reach out to you on this and get everything uh, lined up for you with it all, okay? All right. Thank you. Absolutely. Appreciate the phone call. Hey, you're listening to Making Money Sense. Dial us up at 855-ROSE-123. That's 855 855- Seven six seven three one two three. Let's welcome Hamlet on the line from Maryland. Good morning, Hamlet. How are you? Good. How are you, Larry? I'm doing well. How can I help you, sir? Uh, well, uh, uh, I'm 62 years old, and uh, I'm thinking to retire early at 62. Uh, and uh, I'm going to collect pension uh, with the Social Security. Uh, I have about maybe like $25,000 debt between car and, you know, second loan. Uh, the only equity I have is the house that I'm living in. It's about 300000 equity. Uh, I was just thinking that if there's any way I can use this equity to generate income when I'm retired, uh, I don't have anything on bonds or, uh, or stock market or things like that. Do you have a mortgage on the house, Hamlet? Uh, yeah, my mortgage balance is about two hundred fifty. Hmm. So there are a couple of ways. 
that you can look at doing this. There's three strategies to turn your equity in your home into streams of income in retirement years. One is called a trade down. When you just sell your property, okay, and you, you take the balance, the equity, the 300000 and you go buy a smaller home, thereby eliminating your mortgage payment. You still have taxes and insurance to pay, okay, but now you're going to save that mortgage payment each month in retirement. The second way that you can do that is through what's called a sale leaseback where you actually sell your home to an adult child, okay, or to someone that you trust, and you get a lease back for life. Now, you sell the home, the mortgage is paid off, and you cash out the $300,000, and you turn that into an investment account that turns into income for you. And you make a monthly rent payment back to the new owner. That's called a sale leaseback. So you've got a trade down, You've got a sale lease back, and the third one is a uh, reverse mortgage that you would go to through a different company. Those products uh, usually don't deliver as much income stream as the first two that I talked about. Uh, those are the three ways that you can look at doing it like that. But you know what, Hamlet, before you, before you go down the road of looking at that, um, I would suggest letting us send you our financial planning toolkit and developing a cash flow plan and see exactly what your needs are. Then you can look to see how much money you need to extract out of the asset that you have, and that will help you. It will be clear then which strategy you should take. Okay? Uh, I have a question. Why did you mention the second option, uh, somebody that I know? Well, it's just, it, it doesn't necessarily – in a sale leaseback, it doesn't necessarily need to be somebody you, you know. But a lot of people that do that, they sell it to their, they, their adult children uh, because it keeps the real estate in the family. That's all. But it doesn't – I had a client who sold it to somebody who was not a family member and did a sale leaseback for life on it. Okay? Uh, so so you, don't, you don't have to sell it to somebody that you know. You just have to make sure that they're leasing it back to you for your lifetime if you want to okay. stay there. That's uh, all. Uh, is there any option that uh, I, I still stay in this house, be retired, but use that equity somehow without selling it? The only, the only way to do that is to get a home equity uh, line of credit to refinance and cash it out, but it's just going to create a bigger monthly bill for you. Yeah, I'm under the impression that you want to try and and use the equity in your home because you're not you're not confident that your income coming in can sustain the mortgage payment. Is that right? Oh uh, no, actually no. I'm pretty confident, and I have option uh, also to rent portion of it, uh, which is going to help my mortgage. Uh, I just don't want to let the house go. I love the neighborhood. Uh, my interest rate is like. Uh, below three. Uh, well, then let's go back to doing this. Let us send you out our financial planning toolkit and take a look at all the numbers, and then we can make a decision. Because I didn't know you had an opportunity to rent it and get income coming in. Um, so if you're able to sustain the ownership of the house when you retire because your income's large enough to make the payments and sustain your standard of living, then why do you need to pull equity out? To turn it into income. Uh, I, 
I'm just thinking if if it, the equity is there, I'm not gonna I'm gonna retire in that house. Uh, so maybe there's a way that I can use that equity and generate some money, some income beside my pension and social security. Hamlet, I would need to look at your overall scenario at this point. Uh, I can give you some ideas, but I can't really tell you what to do without doing an analysis on it for you. Okay, so. Yep, I'll go ahead. We'll send you out the, the toolkit for you. So appreciate the phone call. Hey, give us a ring at 855-ROSE-123. That's 855-767-3123. With any of your questions at all, go to my website and sign up for our newsletter at LarryRosenthal.com, and there we send out a weekly market commentary. There's on Monday mornings. There's no, there's no charge for it whatsoever. And uh, while you're there, don't forget to visit our, our uh, seminar page and sign up for our upcoming seminar on Wednesday, September 20th. We're having two sessions, uh, from noon to 1 on uh, Eastern Time and then from 6 to 7 p.m. Eastern Time. Both sessions are live. You'll have the opportunity in the chat section to ask questions and, and uh, live, and we're basically going to be discussing unnecessary taxes, how to minimize, in some cases, how to avoid unnecessary taxes that can erode away your legacy giving. Uh, passing assets on to your heirs and, in some cases, charities, too. Uh, if, you're follow if you're watching on YouTube this morning at LarryRosenthal.tv, go ahead and uh, take a picture of the QR code, and it'll take you right to that webinar page there. So um, this is the uh, clock here. Want to get back to We're getting close here, getting close. Yep, want to get back to I don't see the counter. So anyway, I don't know what time it is. <laughs> um, uh so hey, we were we were talking about turning income uh, investments into income during retirement years, and we we're talking about real estate today. When you take a look at real estate, also, it's a challenge. If you own real estate outright, it's a it's a challenge, or even have a mortgage on it. It sometimes it is a challenge passing it on to heirs. One child wants to move into it. One child wants to sell it. One child wants to rent it out. Now, what do we do with all of this? Right. So remember, let's tighten this stuff up. Let's talk about it. Let's think about it. What's important to you about the legacy planning? Uh, let's make it easy for people. It's very easy. It's not too hard to do. Just what I talked about earlier today. Just go ahead and write assets down, draw some lines, make a couple sentences here and there, and where you want the, the assets to go to. So, in addition to 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 the probing questions that we were asking, you know, what's important to you about money? We were talking about estate planning. We were talking about bloodline protection. What's important to you also about charitable giving or your own finish line? You know, Hamlet called in and said, hey, listen, I'm getting ready to retire. Here's my scenario. What do I do with these assets? How do I get the most enjoyment, I guess, out of these assets? What's important to you about sustaining your standard of living in retirement? I was working with a client this past week, and I was demonstrating to her, to them that some people have the same income during retirement years that they had pre-retirement. Some people have less income. Some people even have more income in retirement years. Okay, but you need to know what it looks like. You need to understand what it looks like. There are six stages to building a financial plan. Understand them, because that's what's going to help carry you through in in times when the markets are good, when the markets aren't so good is understanding where you are on pace for your financial plan. So for Chris McKay and Bob Jones in the back answering the phones today, appreciate your help. 
You can uh, check us out next Saturday with another session of the Larry Rosenthal Show, Making Money Sense. Until then, visit our website, LarryRosenthal.com. Follow us on Facebook. Sign up for our newsletters. And uh, if you have questions during the week, dial us up at 855-ROSE-123. Until then, we'll be back next Saturday with another session of Making Money Sense. God bless and have a great week. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.